Hi everybody, Colossians 3, 1-4 If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. We've seen already from the beginning of this chapter that the reality about Christians is that we are united to Jesus and seated at God's right hand. So Paul's been telling us to set our minds on things above where Christ is so that we can have true perspective. Paul is going to show us in this chapter that that is where real life and real transformation comes from. Before he delves into all of that, verse 4, he wants to tell us a little something about what we should expect in the future. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. When Christ appears, that's a phrase talking about the return of Jesus. His appearing is the day of his second coming. He's coming to earth as king and judge and lord. He is going to burst through all of the darkness. He's going to smash through all of the deception and the distortion of those elemental spirits. And he will be seen for who he is. All that we saw back in chapter 1 will be obvious about Jesus. That he is the creator and the inheritor of the creation. That he is the head over all authority and power, that the fullness of deity dwells in him. All of that is going to be seen and clear and obvious about him to everyone. And Paul says, quite amazingly in verse 4, when that happens, you also will appear with him in glory. Man, you will also appear, literally be manifested or shown or recognised or understood. You will also be manifested and shown in glory. Christians will be seen at the moment of Jesus' return with him as glorious, perfect, restored, healed, righteous. That is the Christian's certain hope and expectation. That is what you will be at the moment the Lord Jesus Christ returns. John teaches very similar in 1 John 3, 2. He writes, Beloved, we are God's children now, and what we will be has not yet appeared. But we know that when he appears, we shall be like him, because we shall see him. As he is. So when Paul says Christ is our life, he means it. Jesus defines us in every way. He has turned our past around. He is our focus and our obsession and our joy now in the present. And he is the centre of our future. His appearance is going to completely change us. From beginning to end, real life. Spiritual life is found only in Jesus. That's a massive theme we've seen throughout Colossians from the very start. Creation 
has its life from him and belongs to him and is going to him. The church is a body and he is the head. And remember, the growth of the body only comes through the joints and ligaments when the body is properly connected to him, the head. Life and growth flows from Jesus. I don't know if you've ever been on YouTube and looked through the um, amazing chiropractor videos uh, where the chiropractors are doing all kinds of stuff to realign spines and hips and legs and they do it with usually massive cracks and great groans of relief from their patients. Colossians is a bit like that. Not just sorting out aches and pains and misalignments but restoring life by getting people back to Jesus and him alone. Getting the body back in line with the head and allowing life to come. In the next verses of chapter 3, Paul goes on to show us how this life in Jesus works itself out. He's going to show us that it is expressed in cutting out loads of sinful and destructive behaviour and turning instead towards love and to peace. Now those are all the things that we want and we need and we may have looked for in all the wrong places, including in ourselves and in our own strength. And Paul wants us to be very clear before we get there, before we get to this application, thinking about right and wrong and all these implications, Paul wants us to be very clear first. And above all, we have to know where our life is. And not only that, but to see where this life is going to take us in our future. That is the motivation we need. That is the truth that we need to shape us. On the day that Jesus returns, all our struggling and hoping and transformation will be fulfilled. That day could be today. Who knows? But let's set that day before us as our hope. When he appears, we will be sharing in his glory. We will be like him. It is an amazing thought. Let's have that reality defining and directing our lives, whatever we face today.